Hey guys, welcome back to FPL Juice Show's daily show, Juice Shots. I hope you're all doing well. Just time for a little preview of the upcoming game week. So, first of all, before we start all that, got to tell you, it's Tuesday, which means tonight, 6pm on YouTube, we've got myself and Ash back with the day, uh, with the uh, FPL Juice Show. We're going to be joined by FPL Semi Casual and our very, very special guest, comedian Nathan Caton. So do join us at 6pm tonight for all of the fun. And of course, we love having you guys on stream, jumping in with the comments, jumping in with all your, your usual uh, wind-ups and of course, your advice for our teams. And hopefully we'll get some sensible advice for your teams as well. Talking of advice for your FPL teams, I've got to first of all, just give a little... Uh, Shout out slash uh, bollocking to the people, A, who were on FPL Nim's case. So FPL Nim, in case you don't know, is the first female FPL content creator. Uh, Great, absolute legend of the community. Uh, It's been on our show a couple of times. We've, uh, myself and Ash have both been on on, on her show as well. Just a real, real um, top top person you couldn't ask to meet a nicer person to be fair Um, but some absolute helmets thought it would be applicable uh, and acceptable to give a grief because they've been copying her advice to the letter and think oh well she's told me to wildcard and I had Salah and Gakpo and now I've sold them and and I haven't got the points I deserve do you know what you bellend make your own mind up pick your own team and don't get on people's cases if you want to follow content creators follow them And then if the advice pays off, happy days. If it doesn't, you've only got yourself to blame. The whole idea of this content creator um, community, if you like, with FPL is to listen to different opinions, take it all on board and then make your own mind up. Yeah. No one's here to hold your hand and just let you copy their team. What good does that do? We saw it last year with FPL, mate. You know, people, he finished in the top, uh, whatever it was, top thousand in the end or what have you. But he was right up at the top for for much of the year. And there was like another 30 teams on exactly the same rankers in because people just copy every week like at least mix it up at least have a couple of players that your own decision but do you know what if it's not for you then it's not for you but you certainly can't take it out on other people grow up sort yourselves out right on some pressing matters so the previews for this weekend we got first game of the game week will be Bournemouth Liverpool so of course we saw Bournemouth uh, go 2-0 up against Arsenal and then struggled to maintain that lead as Arsenal fought back and ended up winning 3-2. And Liverpool, with a similarly spectacular uh, result, with a 7-0 victory over Liverpool. Now, this match you would like to think is going to go Liverpool's way. Bournemouth, that defeat's going to hurt, especially having been 2-0 up against uh, the league leaders. That's going to kind of weigh heavy on their minds, you would think. But Liverpool certainly... Looked fantastic against Man United. Is it another full storm? We've had so many times with Liverpool this season where we think it's all going to work out. Obviously, we've seen, um, you know, Salah, Gakpo, Darwin all suddenly come into the mix in that game. Looked really, really impressive. I myself had uh, Andy Robertson, who, you know, played a great assist in for the first Gakpo goal. It's, It's a team that looked like worth investing in, but... Obviously, they've got blanks upcoming, or a blank upcoming, should I say. Are you going to be wanting to invest in them? Well, certainly, I think it's worth having one of their assets. Um, You know, one of Darwin, Salah, um, or Gakpo, who who 
apart from the two weeks or the one game week where he had two games where I owned him has looked like he's really hitting some nice form um, other than that maybe Trent maybe Robbo uh, you know if if you if you're chasing rank in need of a differential they could certainly work out for you but myself I'm going to need to see a little bit more evidence we want to see a good performance against Bournemouth but certainly no time to sell if you do own them so if you're one of those that didn't wild card or kept them in despite a wild card yeah you're in a good position keep them see where they take you for these next couple of game weeks before deciding what to do uh, the next game up will be um Everton versus Brentford. So as we speak, Brentford, uh, or as I record this, should I say, Brentford are 1-0 up uh, against Fulham uh, with a Pinnock goal. So, you know, people who've gone for defenders of uh, Brentford so far looking good. They've got this other double game week. Um, It's a really, really good time to jump on them. Obviously, Ivan Tony's one that's on a lot of people's minds. Uh, Everton, just, just struggling. Like, how we thought what would happen with Everton is, is Sean Dyche coming in and really invigorating that team and really, if nothing else, shoring up the clean sheets, you know, making them tight, making them organised, making them defensive. We've not seen that at all. They've been poor. They're shipping goals left, right and centre. You know, four against Arsenal, two this week. Um, I, just, I just don't know. It's It's certainly not a team I would be investing in. I've got Tarkovsky. He's definitely going to be leaving my team this week. Brentford, on the other hand, with with two double game weeks coming up, um, you know, five five games in three weeks, three game weeks or whatever it is, is they're going to be looked so the stalwarts of that team. So whether you go for Ben Mee, whether you go for um, Ivan Tony, whether you go for um, Pinnock or Henry, whoever, you know, you've got to pick your players and go for it. But I think it's certainly worth investing in. It's a nice double game week for Brentford and Brighton that we'll come up to in a minute as well. Uh, so next up will be the Leeds versus Brighton game. Listen, Leeds are still poor. It doesn't matter what they do. They're still struggling. Um, whereas Brighton are just banging the goals in left, right and centre. Whether you go for March, whether you go for Matoma, whether you go for McAllister, these guys are all absolutely um, killing it at the minute. The only little one, which I'm not think a lot of people have got him at the minute, but um, the question mark, I guess, is over Robert Sanchez after we saw Steele come in uh, to take his place this last weekend. Um, you know, and, and the manager seems to fancy him, so he may well stay in. So if you've got the keeper, that could be a little bit of a worry. If you are on wildcard, it might be worth getting Steele in, just as a cheap keeper to rotate with, um, with Kepper or whoever you're going for. Um, but certainly that'll be a result that'll be... It'll be you would like to think we're going Brighton's way, obviously in the double game week as well. A lot of people are going to be investing in those Brighton assets. But like I say, McAllister had a great game. Myself, I've got Matoma. He's the one, the most explosive one for me, but I can understand people going for McAllister. If I had to pick in order, it would be Matoma, McAllister, March. So probably go the other way because knowing what my team's doing this year, it'll be interesting. Um, Next up, we've got the Leicester versus Chelsea. So Leicester had a bad result against Southampton, losing 1-0. However, it could have gone the other way. Leicester didn't look as bad as people would have you believe in that game. I think they've been all right. Obviously, we saw Ward pick up points with that missed Ward-Prowse penalty. Um, But Chelsea are just uninspired, you know. They got that win against Leeds, that little 1-0 win with a Fafana goal. 
Fafana's back, he could be a cheap way into that Chelsea defence, who obviously don't blank. Um, but more importantly, you've got the likes of Rhys James and Ben Chilwell returning. So will we see a return to those attacking Chelsea wing-backs um, that worked so well under um, Tuchel? It would make the game much more interesting, because at the minute, Chelsea assets are just a bit of a no-go. I see a few people punting on... Um, Jao Felix a few weeks ago. For me, I just like, the team's no good. What are you doing? Like with the exception of Tottenham, maybe and Harry Kane because Harry Kane still seems to pick up the odd point here or there. But Jao Felix at Chelsea is a different kettle of fish. Until that team starts clicking, I'm not going to be wanting to invest in it. But certainly, Kepa and maybe Fafana as a cheap way into that defence are worth looking at. But I'd save the premium money for other teams until we start seeing a real upturn in fortunes with that Chelsea team. Um, next up, we've got Spurs v Forest. So Spurs, awful, awful. Lost 1-0 to Wolves. Uh, Adama Traore scoring that goal, of course. Spurs are just struggling. Really, really struggling. It's it's Somehow, they're like fighting for Champions League places. That just, I mean, in, in a season where <laughs> Chelsea and, uh, and Liverpool have been so poor, that tells you everything, that they're still up there. But in any other season, they'd be nowhere near it. And they flatter to deceive and Conte needs to get something going with these guys. Like, you know, Son's barely making it in the team anymore. You've got Richarlison, big money signing, hasn't even scored a goal. It's absolutely ridiculous. Kane has got to do something, though, against Forrest at home. You've got to think that Kane's going to be tearing it up in that game. Um, Forest have obviously had a real uh, change in fortunes. They've been performing very, very well in the last uh, in the last few weeks. However, they're a different proposition away. Away from home, I think they will struggle against Spurs. So if you've got Spurs assets, um, you know, and you're thinking about benching them, I think twice because Forest away is certainly a different proposition to at home. Palace, Man City. So Palace do have a double game week. But because they're absolutely horrendous, there's going to be no need to jump on any Palace assets. I stand to be proved wrong. Listen, if they turn over Man City, uh, you know, I'll take it all back. But, you know, I think it's going to be a tough week for them. They've got uh, Man City and Brighton. That is going to be two very, very tough games. So do not go loading up on Palace in case you, <laughs> in case you were going to anyway. Um, Man City is just a strange one at the minute. They're getting the job done. They're having victories. One nil's here, two nil's there, but they're not flowing like the Man City we've seen in previous years. You know, they're not flowing like Arsenal were doing at the minute in an attacking sense, or even Liverpool in the last game. They just seem to be getting over the line. And in terms of FPL, that's just not enough. You know, Haaland is kind of the one, which of course everyone has. You're not going to spend De Bruyne money. De Bruyne is just not doing it at the minute in terms of FPL returns. Foden looks like a punt, but we know what happens. A few good games and then he'll get benched and you'll see Mares come back in. Or Grealish is playing every week, but isn't as explosive as the other options. Um, and even the defence, like Edison's going to start every week, but then it's this constant rotation of, you know, are you going to go for Laporte? Are you going to risk a Diaz? Are you going to hope that John Stones or Kanji Ake doesn't play? Like it's it's all up in the air. So... I wouldn't be going for any Man City assets at the minute. If you really want to take a punt, I'd go Foden. But obviously, you just stick with Haaland like everyone else has got. And maybe Edison, who finally is keeping the odd clean sheet, which hasn't been the case for the last how many weeks I've owned him. So have a little think about that. But um, yeah, certainly don't go diving in. Weirdly, one of the, the, the guys seems to be the most kind of steady in terms of midfield points getting recently. Seems to be... 
Rodri. So maybe you just go him and save yourself a headache. But there's so many good midfield options out there, especially ones with doubles coming up. You know, you're not going to go near him. Um, next up will be Fulham versus Arsenal. So Fulham have been in great form. They're obviously fighting out for a place in Europe. Um, however, you know, they're losing at Brentford at the minute and then Arsenal is going to be a tough game. Arsenal are, we saw it in the game, um, you know, against, uh, oh, <laughs> Bournemouth. <laughs> Completely out of mind black now. Watch the game as well. Um, so Arsenal versus Bournemouth, just an absolutely um, unbelievable game, as I said at the top of the show. They, they started very, like, slow off the front foot, just completely uh, conceded. And then they just had all the possession, um, but still ended up 2-0 down, but then fought back. Mentality monsters, yeah, mentality monsters. They absolutely, um, you know, fought back, deserved it. I know people say it's lucky, injury time, whatever, but teams waste time against them constantly because they know they're going to not have any possession of the ball, so they constantly time waste. Do you know what? They deserve it. They they scored three good goals, so... Who's to say? Um, but certainly, I think uh, Arsenal will will beat Fulham. I think that'll be a nice sort of London fixture for them. Fulham are, Fulham are doing well this season, but Arsenal are just on a real nice run at the minute. So triple up on your Arsenal if you haven't already, because of course they're a team that do not blank again. Um, then we've got Man U Southampton. Personally, I think Man U are going to bounce back. I think they're going to be really, really hurt by that Liverpool result. I think they're going to fight back hard. Um, Southampton on the other time, on, on the other side of things yes they've got two wins out of their last three but they aren't they're still not great they're still not great um James Ward-Prowse you know does well but obviously cost his owners with a penalty miss uh, in the last game I just don't think Man U's defense can be that bad again I honestly don't like you've got the options there Rashford don't get rid of him he's still you know, having a very he could have he could have easily taken a couple of chances in the Liverpool game. Bruno with that header early on, um, which would have been a, a different game then. But Liverpool deserved their win. Man United, um, you know, just one of those days. I think you've got to um, take it as a one-off. You know, don't panic and get rid of Shaw and any other players you might have. I think uh, you know against Southampton, that's a good fixture for them. Um, then we got West Ham Villa. So West Ham were awful again. How? Um, you know, I love David Moyes. I think he's fantastic. And what he did last season was unbelievable. But he must start to feel like he's on borrowed time now um, as, as their manager just really doesn't seem to be going well for West Ham. Something's up there. Something is wrong. Um, Villa should win. Villa should win. Me, myself, as a, as a Watkins owner, I, he needs to do something in that West Ham game for sure. Like, he... he He's been scoring every single game week up until I bring him in. <laughs> then he blanked. So hopefully he'll get something against West Ham. But that you would like to see Villa win in that game. Uh, next up, Newcastle versus Wolves. So this is, I mean, surely, I know Wolves beat Spurs, but surely Newcastle, this is when they get the clean sheet mojo back. Yeah, so if you've got Pope, if you've got Trippier, if you've bringing in Shah or Botman, um, as a lot of people are, because again, it's a team that doesn't blank. I certainly think this is a fixture worth playing double Newcastle. Um, against Wolves. Um, but that being said, a lot of people are going to have a Stupinan for his double game week. A lot of people are going to go Henry or me or, or Pinnock, as we said, for um, for Brentford as well. So it's going to be triple. Maybe you play five at the back. It could be a good week game week for that. Um, you know, we, we, we've we seen, you know, people trying to punt too heavily on midfielders this week. Um, a lot of people wildcarded to get all the triple Arsenal in and it's myself included, um, you know, no one did anything from there. So maybe spread your, your funds a little bit wisely and think about a different approach this game week. Could pay off. 
then we got the, the kind of the double game week, the end of the game week fixtures, which will be uh, all the teams that double. So we've got Brighton versus Palace, the weirdest derby in Premier League. Um, now, you would think easily a Brighton win for this. Yes, it's a derby, but Brighton versus Palace. Palace are in a poor run of form, as I said. I think Brighton have really, really got a good opportunity to uh, to hammer in a good attacking performance against them. So Brighton assets, yes, whilst they blank, but then, of course, they do have a double-double. So... Ultimately, it's still a decent amount of games within the three game weeks upcoming that we're talking about. Um, I would certainly get involved with those Brighton assets. I think they're going to be fantastic. Um, And Southampton versus Brentford to finish up. So um, Brentford, of course, are away for both of their double game week games, but they're nice fixtures. Really, really nice fixtures. And finishing with Southampton away, you know, as I said at the start, Southampton are struggling. They're not the team they were. So I would go for... Um, you know, I wouldn't have any hesitancy about putting Brentford assets in. You know, they don't blank. They've got two doubles coming up. I just think it's a really, really nice team to invest in. So if you haven't played your wild card or are thinking um, to hold off on it, then certainly, you know, it's worth maybe a minus four to bring in a, a Brentford uh, asset uh, or indeed the Brighton attackers as well. Could well work in your favour. Cool. All right, guys. Well, look, make sure you join us later for the FPL Juice Show, 6 p.m. on YouTube, as I say, with Ash, Semi-Casual, and Nathan Caton, the comedian. Uh, It's bound to be an absolutely banging show. Uh, Do not forget, please subscribe to the channel if you're not already, um, and give us a follow on all the socials as well. Guys, let's see how this Brentford Fulham game ends up. Probably in the time I've recorded, I've probably got a load of players that have scored own goals for me so we'll see how that's gone but other than that look forward to seeing you later have a good day